Hello, my wonderful podcast community. Before we dive into this episode, I want to ask you, do you feel like you're constantly thinking about and obsessing over food? This is a common struggle with women in our community, and I wanted to let you know I have a free guide to help you overcome food obsession. If you just go to the link in the show notes or a womanofwellness.com forward slash food obsession, you can snag the guide and get started on releasing that mental, physical energy that you spend all day thinking about food. Okay, let's dive into the episode. Welcome to the Woman of Wellness podcast, a show for the woman who wants to make peace with food, love her body, and find joy in exercise and movement. I'm Elizabeth, exercise physiologist and women's nutrition and wellness coach here to spread the message that it is absolutely possible for you to enjoy food, exercise, and your body without guilt, shame, or regret. To the woman who is fed up with dieting, feels trapped in a body she wishes she could love, or who lets food and fitness rules overtake her life, it's time to put a hard stop on diet culture and discover wellness within. My friend, you are already a woman of wellness. Your worth is more than a number on the scale. You are worthy of showing up in love for your body today and every day. On this podcast, I want you to show up as yourself beautifully imperfect and gain confidence to accomplish anything you set your mind to. I believe that every woman has the gift of knowing what her body truly wants and needs within herself, and I'm here to help you discover it. Join me each week for conversations about food, fitness, weight loss, and wellness to help you achieve your goals and love taking care of your unique body. It's a lie that wellness has to be hard, painful, and downright miserable, and I'm ready to link arms with you and experience the joy of wellness together. My friends, I have had this episode on my mind for a while, actually. Um, I want to talk about the logical approach to health, wellness, and weight loss, and how to stop falling into the the rules, falling victim to the rules that you have to follow. I feel like we live in this world of do this, not that, right? Do you remember that book? I remember it came out, oh gosh, maybe I was a teenager. um, And it was a series of books, eat this, not that. So it would put like a picture of a food and say, eat this, but not this. And I remember they came out with one for like popular restaurant chains, eat this from the restaurant, but don't eat this. And that is the perfect message that diet culture, like it's the most perfect description of a diet culture message, right? Because we are trying to navigate what we're being told, what we should or shouldn't do, eat or feel, right? I remember when avocados were a bad food, right? Or do you remember when butter was bad, margarine was good? There are a lot of things. And sometimes we think that, those messages are gone or that it's a little bit different now, but I think it's very much raging and it's just in different forms. And if we aren't, don't have the skill of identifying it, then we can fall victim to that diet rule mentality. So today I want to offer you a clean slate. I want you to close your eyes for a minute 
and picture a table, your kitchen table maybe, full of all of the diet rules and regulations and parameters that you feel like you have heard or have followed before or are currently believing. You know, you have to track macros to lose weight. You you have to eat this many macros. You have to eat this much protein. You can't have stuff with these oils in it. You can't have stuff with too much fat. Fat is good. Fat is bad, right? Carbohydrates are bad. I want you to start stacking that table full of all of those rules. Like what rules have you followed? What are you feeling you like you should or shouldn't eat? Just just kind of visually stack that table. And now I just want you to pretend you have like the biggest arms in the world <laughs> and just sweep all of that into the garbage. All of those rules, all of that stuff that is just, it's, it's burdening you, right? It's not allowing you to enjoy a moment at the table because it's so full of things. And let's clean it off. And let's start today with a clear and what I'm calling logical approach to health, wellness, and weight loss. Let's navigate this logical approach to health and wellness together. And I have four kind of areas I want to walk you through and help you with here, okay? And remember, we're, we're using our logical brains, okay? There, I know that there are Sometimes there are, there's a study out there for anything you want to believe and there's research on everything. And one research story says this and one research article says this and neither are right or wrong sometimes, right? But I want you to think logically today. We have to, we have to be willing to get rid of the rules that we've heard and bring in logic. And this is what I teach women to do always is this idea that, I'm going to say not even idea, this truth, that you are capable of knowing and meeting the needs of your own body. And in order to be able to do that, we have to be able to listen to those needs. We have to be able to understand that just because so-and-so says it's this way, we get to decide what that looks like for us, right? It's kind of like a water filter. It comes in and it's got some pollutants and then the filter cleans it out so that it's clean the way that it needs to be for you to drink it, right? We're creating filters from what's coming in. So again, you're, I want I, you might have like triggers that pop up when I say some of these things. And I want to invite you to recognize those as like, you know, those, that, that, um, what are we calling it? Like kind of like a red flag, right? That's, that's a diet rule you've heard and, and bring it back to some logic. Hopefully that helps kind of get us into the episode here. (laughs) Number one, and this is going to be controversial, but again, I want you to get rid of the controversy and think about this logically. Eat breakfast. Eat breakfast. Why? Let's think about this logically for a minute. Your body needs energy to show up to do things, right? That's how we function is at the base, core base of everything. 
energy is what helps us function. We need energy to get out of bed. We need energy to move. We need energy. We need more energy to run. We need more energy to hike. We need less energy to sleep or rest, right? Or sit on the couch. So you've had a, hopefully a full night of resting your body and recovering, right? And resting. And you wake up to take on the day. Does it make logical sense? Oh, I need to rewind. So we need energy. What provides us with energy? Food. Food is literally energy. Calories, macros, all of it. That's what gives us our energy. If we don't have food, we don't have energy, right? That's why we don't need to eat when we sleep. So that, that was me rewinding for a minute. So now let's come back to this. You've woken up from a full night of sleep and you need to be able to perform functions of the day. Okay. So what do you need in order to perform? You need energy. Well, where does your energy come from? Food. Why would we choose to skip breakfast? Why, I wouldn't have to call it breakfast. Why would we choose to skip eating first thing in the day when what we need is energy? And especially women's bodies. I'm not going to go into the science and we could do, you know, intermittent fasting discussion another day, but suffice it to say that most of those studies were done on men and that's all I'm really going to go with that. But women, especially we've got different hormone needs, all of that. Why wouldn't you fuel your day from the start? And even if you're not hungry from the morning, it's because you're probably not used to eating in the morning. And so your body just doesn't know to turn on, but how cool would it be to say, Hey body, I need you to work for me today. So I'm going to give you what you need, which is food. You want to increase your metabolism so that you can have the energy. And potentially if your goal is weight loss, we need a higher metabolism. Eat breakfast, eat first thing in the morning because it makes logical sense for your body to need fuel throughout the day. Why wouldn't you start it with that? How many times have you skipped breakfast, find yourself maybe just struggling in the morning or, you know, not like overeating at lunch or not eating much because you're not hungry. You're teaching your body, Hey, I'm not going to eat. So your body's not going to ask for it. Really. It's going to learn to conserve. Do you see how my brain is like taking this logical discussion? I'm, I'm, I'm logically thinking out loud, right? If you want to feel good all day, if you want to have energy, if you want a, a metabolism that's on fire, eat when you wake up so that you have the energy. Eat for energy, eat for fuel, and don't wait until noon to start your day with food. That's just saying, okay, each day I'm going to wait and start my day with my energy at noon. I don't know. Maybe if you sleep till noon, we could have a different discussion. But so the first thing is to eat breakfast or eat first thing in the morning. The second thing, the second logical approach to health and wellness, exercise for your life, not for your image. 
This also may ruffle some feathers, I understand. But what we're doing here is we're exercising for life. And I think I have a very unique perspective on this one because I used to work a lot with the senior population and with um, chronic health conditions. So I used to work in a multiple sclerosis clinic, um, a cardiovascular clinic, what else? I don't know. Sometimes I feel like that was a long time ago. <laughs> but um, I used to help, I used to teach exercise classes and train um, seniors and aging population. And let me tell you, if they were going to, they if I had one of them sitting here right now, they would all say the same thing is that train to be able to have the best quality of life for as long as you can here in the moment and down the road. So when you're thinking about exercise, we want to think about what do I enjoy? What do I want to be able to do? Right? What do I enjoy? What do I want to be able to do? And how can I be strong for the life that I want to live? That's how you make your exercise choices. That's how you decide how and what you'll do for movement in your life. And one of the things we used to do, you know, especially with the seniors is I worked a lot on strength training and balance training because those are things that decline as we age. And guess what? You want to be able to lift groceries. Always. You want to be able to get in and out of a chair. Always. You want to be able to pick something up off the floor. So we would do movements that would be similar to that so that they could do those things. Exercise for your life, not for your image. And sometimes I know that's hard. I think there's times where, yeah, maybe we want to build strength and, and it's okay to fit in there, but don't let the, the life part be skipped, okay? Sometimes it's, you know, we have, I already said it. Sometimes it, we have those times where maybe we want to make some body changes and shifts um, and that's okay. But the core of it should be that your movement supports what you want to do, and how you want to show up for your life. And it's less important about what you look like doing it. Okay, number three, logical approach to health and wellness. Eat what satisfies. What does that mean? Oreos all day? <laughs> no. We must, well, that was kind of abrupt, but we must satisfy a few needs. We need to eat what satisfies and there's a few things that satisfy, okay? Nutritional needs. We need to satisfy our body's nutrient needs. Are we getting proteins, fats, carbohydrates, vitamins, minerals, right? Eat what satisfies. Where do we get those proteins, fats, carbs, vitamins, and minerals? We know the answer to that. Fruits, vegetables, right? Wait, I'm not gonna list them all out because we know. And when some, if someone says that's bad for you, we need to take a closer look and say, why? So first, satisfy those nutrition, not even in order, but just first, satisfy those nutrition needs. We also need to satis feel satisfied with our hunger and fullness needs. Eat what satisfies, meaning don't let yourself get too hungry, don't let yourself get too full, right? Hunger and fullness needs. And then sat satiety needs in terms of, did I enjoy what I ate? Do I feel like I'm satisfied with what I ate? If I ate chicken and vegetables because that was what was on the diet and technically I've filled my calorie needs, am I satisfied or do I feel like I'm still hungry because I missed out on enjoyment of food, right? So 
at the core of it, we just need to eat what satisfies. And it's very basic. What satisfies my nutrition needs? What satisfies my hunger and fullness needs? And what satisfies my satiety needs? This makes room for all kinds of food. It makes room for the quote, healthy foods. It also makes room for the fun foods, right? Maybe the ones that don't always meet a nutrition need, but they meet a satiety need, right? I want a good treat. Eat what satisfies. And if you struggle with this, because I know that this is a big one for a lot of women, we have a whole module dedicated to this inside our Wellness Academy. And it's by far like the number one thing that will help you propel your um, goals and your journey is to be able to find balance with food. And when you have balance with your nutrition, your hunger, fullness, and your satiety, you can accomplish any goal. You can accomplish weight loss without tracking. You can accomplish um, any goal that you have for yourself because when you can balance your energy needs, right? We, tell you, we talked about energy being the food, the source of energy. If you can balance that, you can really do anything. So we'd love to have you join us in the Wellness Academy if this is something that you struggle with. Number four, the logical approach to health and wellness. Let the normal ebbs and flows of life be what they are. Instead of forcing change, just flow with the change. I think we're, we're just in this message of push and work harder and always be growing, always be losing weight, always be working at something. And I'm here to say that's not always the case. And the logical approach, logically we know that we're going to have ups and downs. We're going to have times of healing. We're going to have times of pushing, right? We're going to have all these times. And let's just take the logical approach and say, I understand that maybe this is a season of healing and I don't have to subscribe to I'm always pushing. So instead of forcing that change, instead of forcing yourself to do it, flow with it. Ask yourself what it looks like. What, what do you need? And next week, we're going to be talking about a seasons of healing and, and what that looks like. And so join me next week. But um, I just want to remind you that it's also very normal to have ebbs and flows. It's very normal to have downs and ups. And it's normal to have times where, guess what? Sometimes weight gain is normal. Sometimes weight gain is part of the process. But we're in the message, we receive the message nonstop that we have to always be in push mode, right? We, we, I couldn't possibly be go the other direction, right? But that's not what it is. Logically, health and wellness, just like anything, is going to have ups and downs. And instead of trying to force it away, flow with it. So the next time that you want to follow the rules of, you know, health and wellness and diet culture and what they say, I just want to invite you to insert 
logic, right? So let's just go through a couple examples so we can practice this and then I, you can you can do this on your own. Let's just say, um, what's right now 75 hard is kind of popular. And I'm, I don't have, I'm not saying anything against it, but I, I want to just, and I don't know a ton of the details, but I know you work out twice per day, once inside, one, one has to be outside, you do no sugar, I think you have to read a certain number of minutes per day and something else I'm missing. Um, and, you know, it's worked for some people, like they've done it and and whatever, but I want you to insert logic here and say, is this logical for me? Does, does it make sense for me to jump on this or what could be logical? What if I start looking at my habits and saying, yeah, I actually do need to exercise more. I'm going to find ways to move that feel good to me rather than feel like I have to follow a particular rule that I have to exercise this much and this place for this amount of time, right? Or let's say you learn, you think, okay, I can't have, what, what's another one? Um, I can only eat, let's see, what, what I'm trying to think on the top of my head. Let's say like I can only eat this many, like my plate has to look this particular way. My food, oh, this is a good one. Women say, I just want food to be fuel. That's all I want it to be. Um, and so where does, where does like a little treat or an indulgence come in? Can I find a balance with that? Because I'm inserting logic and I also want satiety, right? I want to be satisfied with things. Or could I have this sauce even though the diet doesn't say it because it satisfies me and makes me not want to eat more. So I'm going to let you kind of think about it and look at your own life and look for where are the rules coming in and how can I insert logic. That is the best thing that we can do. And I want you to know that I'm on a mission here to simplify wellness and make it fit your lifestyle. That's what we're here for, okay? So we want it to be simple and logical and also be what you want it to be. We have an incredible member in our Wellness Academy who told me she wants to water ski when she's 70 or something. And I don't like water skiing. I can't even water ski. And that's like not my vision, but that's her vision. And I love that. And I love that mine is, I want to hike. And hers is, I want to water ski. And so our exercises look a little bit different, right? We do different things. And I love that. And I love that we can do it our own way. You can do health and wellness and weight loss your own way. It's about getting in tune with what your body specifically needs. It's about being logical. And instead of following all the rules, connect with yourself. And if that is something that is new to you or you don't know how to do, that is the core of our Wellness Academy membership. We're going to teach you just to, to do just that, is to get in tune with your needs and meet all of those needs without having to follow the rules, okay? So I hope this episode was a breath of fresh air, really. That's really what I, I hope it was. And I want to invite you. That's just my, this is my simple invitation is to when you see a rule coming in or you want to follow a particular rule, look for ways to insert logic. Take a logical approach 
to your health and wellness. And if you need support in that, we have the Wellness Academy here to support you. Thank you so much for joining me. Okay, my friend, if you love the Women of Wellness podcast, did you know that one of the biggest ways you can say thank you is by hitting that subscribe button and leaving a review? This helps the women that need this message have more of a chance of seeing it. And if these messages speak to you, why not share the love? I genuinely care what you think of this podcast. If this particular episode resonated with you, just copy the link and send it to a friend or share it on social media. Make sure to tag me at a woman of wellness and I will be sure to send my love right back. And while you're at it, just come hang out with me on Instagram. I share lots more support over there as well. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here. I absolutely mean it.